Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first ever edition of DIY Sports. My name is Joey Lamaster, and I am joined by Aiden Zvek. Yeah, a little backstory for the name. It's kind of how we met. So me and Aiden, we have worked at multiple hardware stores, but we met at Lowe's. He currently works at Menards, and I worked at Home Depot. And so we thought DIY Sports would be a fitting name just for where we worked, and we're just we're guys that are just in the beginning of the workforce, you know, just wanting to get their sports opinions out there and hopefully get a little bigger. Aiden, we doing good? Yeah, we are. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait to see how long this goes for. Hopefully we'll bring some, like, our friends to be on a special guest and we can make this a special thing. It would be so cool. Yeah. yeah, so tomorrow, one of the bigger days of the year for sports. And personally, as a Bears fan, this is like our playoffs. You know, like, we don't make it in often. So when you get to the dra- the NFL draft, it's our playoffs. So it's going to be a big day for us. But speaking of the Chicago Bears, because those are both the teams that we support, they are currently picking at nine. Before I ask what prospects you like, do you want to stay at nine? Or are you looking for a trade back? I at this moment, I before before the Aaron Rodgers trade, I was really looking to trade back, especially with the Steelers, because there was talk with the Steelers about 17 and 32. Mm-hmm. But after the trade, I don't know if what the Jets and the Packers want to do it. I don't know if they'll both go O-line because mm. I would be really worried about that if we would trade back to 17. Yeah, no, that is one of my big worries. And I was going to talk about this as well because I was really looking forward to the Steelers trade because 17 and 32 sounds so nice. However, I believe they're only going to trade up if Jalen Carter had the opportunity to fall there. And unfortunately for us, I don't think that's going to happen. So I want to stick to nine. And as you said, there's teams behind us that want to go offensive line. And that is one of my big – there's a couple other positions I think we can go for, but offensive line is what I think would be our biggest need at nine. Think so too. I think we gotta we gotta like we gotta look at what the uh the Bengals as the as their as our like mold, I guess, for that. Like do we go wide receiver or O line? We gotta protect yeah. Justin Fields. On the I, that's the thing I'll never forget with the Bengals is when they went Jamar Chase over it was Panesua, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, win-win either way with how it's panned out now, but it's just it looked so shocking when they didn't protect him, but it ended up working out for him, I guess. It did, but at the same time, I mean, didn't it wasn't uh Joe Burrow like one of the top he was one of the top sacked quarterbacks. Top, I think it was year. top three and like in the playoffs he got like sacked seven times a game. I'm surprised he's still walking and can speak English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now let's drive in uh, so as we both believe that they're gonna probably stay at nine, I would like to know. First, before players, what positions are you looking at at pick nine? Definitely O line, like we we're saying. O line mm-hmm. edge, I think, would be a great, a great yeah. pick. We need it. There are a lot of edge guys that I think oh. that are at the top that could fall. Yeah. But same time, I don't know. I mean, D line in general, Absolutely. we definitely need. So. I agreed with offensive line and edge. However, there's one other position I'm looking at, and I think there's a chance both these players could fall. I'm I'm also really looking at corner because, you know, we have Jalen Johnson. We have Kyler Gordon. They're both like dogs. We do not have a slot corner to save our lives. Kendall Vildor. We are not (laughs) sticking with Kendall Vildor. Do you remember the days where you had to watch Kendall Vildor and Buster screenplay at the same time? Uh -uh. Oh, my God. Actually. Dark that, days. That's literally the definition of depression. But 
before we dive into the specifics for each position, there's also three other players that I think would be good fits at nine if they were to fall or be around there that aren't the three that I talked about earlier. I really would like to see Jackson Smith and the Jeebo, you know, as we were talking about with Burrow and Chase and as we've seen with Tua and Waddle, when these college guys connect in the NFL, they just cook, man. They cook. They so really if we could reunite Fields with maybe his favorite target, I think that would be awesome. And then I would also, we were talking, we know we're talking edge, but I also like defensive tackle. If Jalen Carter does follow the nine, I would be a fan. I know he had, he had some troubles this offseason, didn't have the greatest combine, but just looking at the tape, man, that's a baller, no question. He's a beast. And then he is a beast. the last other player, which we will talk about in a little bit, but Bijan Robinson is a generational running back prospect. And I will get more into my feelings later about that. But that's one of the players I'm interested in. So we're going to pretend you're Ryan Poles for a little bit, okay? Yeah, you okay. want to take an offensive tackle at nine. Let's say all of them are on the board. If it works out that way, I don't think it does. But if they're all on the board, who are you taking? Offensive line? Uh, going pa- Paris Johnson Jr. Oh. Immediately, bro. He's oh, He's got size. He's got the speed. If you saw him, that combine video, he was moving like a tight end. He was insane. Uh He was moving like a tight end. He's like, what, 6'8", 6'7", mid-300s, insane, insane, like, foot speed, quickness. Mm -hmm. I'm going to surprise you here. I, the past week, I've became fascinated over Darnell Wright. Let's just give this. I a- I love Darnell Wright. I, I'm Darnell. in love with him. Like, he's my he's my trade back guy. If we trade back, okay. oh, if we can trade back for him, that'd be special. But like, let's just look at the stats: six six three thirty three, second highest athletic score at the combine, and in the SEC. Let's remember that SEC this season. One sec. How could you not That's fall insane. in love with a player That's like insane. that? Going against Will Anderson, going against <laughs> guys like oh, man. That's like. That's who I would believe, I, Justin Fields. He's so. warm, he's, I'm warming up to him. Yeah. I, I love wow. Paris Johnson as well, and I am also a, f- a fan of Peter Skaronsky, but I I may have a couple bad comments about him, which I'm going to bring up later in the podcast. No, I, I agree. I, I do too. I've, I've been doing my research. I have a couple I have a couple, couple uh, worries. But yeah, same here. Same. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. And then, I mean – and then I'm going to ask you about edge. There's two edge guys that I think would be available at this slot because there's just no chance Will Anderson's here. There's a 0% chance. If you're taking no, an edge roster, who's your guy? I mean, I I don't think he's going to be here either, but Tyree Wilson's so good. He's Stop so good. my picks, bro. He's so good. He's just – oh, I don't yeah. think he's going to be there, sadly. But I don't like, think he's either because – I think he's a lot like Quay Walker. And last season, we thought he was going to go later in the draft, but the Jags end up taking him at number one, you know? Like, they love these quick edges that are agile. Like, normally it was all about getting the big muscle, the big meatheads, the powerhouses at the top. But these quicker defensive ends, like, the game's moving on, and these are the players love. So, I also had Kyrie Wilson. But there's one player I would be willing – I wouldn't say it's a reach, but it would be a couple picks early. I like Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I I – Put him. He was on my. He was on my underrated list. He, I. <laughs> so awesome. Oh man, I I love him. I yeah, the, love him. The guy's agile. He's great with his hands. And the I Iowa, they just have something good going with the trench work. You know. Yep. 
Yeah. And so I'll talk about him a little bit later as well. But finally, well, not finally, because I also want to see if there's any other positions you'd like. But at corner, I believe there's two corner corners that are top 10 worthy. Who would be your pick if available? Devon Weatherspoon. This is going to be the first one we disagree on. You think Christian Gonzalez? I do think Christian Gonzalez. I just think Christian Gonzalez, his – well, I'm thinking I'm thinking like Bears fit. Mm. I think Christian Gonzalez takes would take over like – would be a good slot guy, but ideally you have him – you have him on the outside with – where Kyle Gordon is. Kyle Gordon was showing off yeah. towards the end of the year and, and honestly in the middle of the year. Like, yeah. What game was that? What game was that? Was that against the Patriots? Uh-huh. He was he was showing out. He was, but I, I just think his style is more fit for the slot. And just looking off combine alone with um Gonzalez, he had better 40 times and he's got a couple of inches in height. So like I think they're both fantastic players that you can you can use them in a man or zone defense. But we're just going for like athleticism. His 40 times are lower and more consistent. Like there is a run where Weatherspoon was almost at 4.5. He was at 4.46, which is like me a little bit quicker. And Gonzalez, he was always consistently at those four threes. You know, just having a couple inches in height, like I just think that'd be the player I'd prefer. Having the uh, the Illinois boy stay home, though, that would be a great that's, story. And that's another thing, too, I know. It's all bias. I got you. And so outside of those three positions, is there any other player you'd be interested in taking at number nine? Number nine. I've been looking at, as he's been rising, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's been okay. – I think he's been the biggest, biggest riser in this draft. Really? I thought no that was one, No one Smith. Who? Nolan Smith. Nolan oh, Smith. is that the D end out of Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. He's got. It's like I've been watching stuff. It's like he is a little. He's a. There's like conflicting weights on him, but I think he's he's got he's a little smaller than Tyree Wilson, mm. but he's got like damn near the same stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. He's so he's quick off the edge, but he just he still just shows that power. Oh mm. man. <laughs> not a great selection but i'm gonna ask now because i'm gonna transition to our next topic still regarding the bears there's been a lot of controversy surrounding uh b john robinson if we would be happy as a bears fan if we would be disappointed so i need to know your thoughts i know you would be happy you would be happy as hell You'd be happy as hell taking him <laughs> man I, um, I i'm conflicted on it but i want you to go first i some of the some of the mock drafts and i think in um I didn't have him in my mock a little, little hint, but like <laughs> I um there's been a couple mocks for he's been going to like eight. He's been going to yeah. the Falcons at eight. And uh-huh. I honestly like I could see that happening, but I could also see even if he was there for the Bears, I think they could pass on him. Okay. I I I think like he is he is great. I know that yeah. he's awesome. He's really he's explosive. He's he he can switch on the speed. He can he's powerful. Uh-huh. He I just think that there's just running back is such a plentiful position yeah, about in the that. league that you just like I mean it has to be like so good. And we've seen the past few years with like Saquon being taken uh-huh. early and not being so injury prone. Yeah. And just players like it, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Now, that was the problem. That yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. What 
he was gonna win the like he was close in winning the Heisman. I mean, yeah. he like we've seen in the past few years where it's just not really panned out long term yeah. for these running backs, mm-hmm. and kind of just got me worried. Plus, with how the Bears historically how we've taken running backs and like later rounds, we've found gems. Yeah. Jeremy Langford, Jordan Howard, uh-huh. found David Montgomery, Khalil yeah. Herbert now. Yep. We're just so good at drafting running backs later. Um, absolutely. So with my thoughts, I'm going to do my negatives first, because as you said, there's so many good running backs in the league. Like, it's really hard to not have a good running back unless you're the Falcons. Yeah, so I think that's one of the issues. And secondly, as you kind of hinted at earlier, like running backs, like health span is so much shorter than every position in the league. Like. Yep. You'll notice running backs, they're on top of the league for like four or five years, unless you're exceptional. And then like the fall off starts to happen. And the biggest issue with this pick, if it is to be Bijan Robinson, it's just we have so many holes that I think we need to figure out over running back. And it's just like when we have a chance to win the NFC North this year, I I have no doubt in that. But I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're like a Super Bowl contender yet. So I believe if we had that chance to be next year, I'd rather get the stronger positions we need and fill that out. And then this next upcoming offseason to get the running back. However, I believe Bijan Robinson is a generational prospect. I'm not going to lie. I think he's the best running back prospect we've seen in the past five years. He is a big play always waiting to happen. So agile, so quick. I feel like we can develop him to be a receiving back a little bit as well. And so it's why, like, he would not be my preference at nine. I'm not going to pretend he is. But I know a lot of Bears fans, they're going to be upset if this pick happens. But I just – I feel like with how talented of a player Bijan Robinson is, you can't be like, no, we took Bijan Robinson. Like, yeah, you're right. you're I feel right. like that's a, like, ridiculous sentence to say out loud. So, again, if I'm Ryan Poles and at nine, if he's available, he wouldn't be my go-to. But as a Bears fan, I would be so excited if I saw Bijan Robinson on my team. I would I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I just don't think I it's it's if I was Ryan Poles, I would be iffy on it. And I don't think I think what Ryan Poles is gonna do, what I've heard a lot, what I think it would be smart, especially because of what he did with the trade back, I mm. think he goes best available. Okay, yeah. But best of, can you not argue Bijan Robinson is the best player at that if we're going best available instead of positional needs? I feel like Bijan Robinson would be the best player at nine. I arguably think outside of Will Anderson, he's the best player in the draft. I I disagree. I disagree okay. there. Who would you say is better, like just potential or star power wise in the draft over Bijan? Because I really only think it's Will Anderson. I think Tyree Wilson. Okay, I think Wilson. Okay. I, I just I I love that guy. Oh. I love that guy. Yeah. I got you. He's I, just... I am in love with him. He's gonna go a little early in my mock. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> nice. I was I I had to I had to get him. Guy, yeah. can I be honest? Like a little prediction. I feel like we're gonna have the same top three in our mocks, and then after that, it can be anything. We Don't might. tell you what it is, but I think I have a good idea. We're gonna have the same top three. I don't know. After the things you were saying, you were, things you were saying earlier, because I, I feel like 
it's there's always a point in the draft like the first couple picks in like it's kind of you have a good idea what it's going to be and then at some point it just blows up but I feel like in this draft I think it's a hundred percent the first two picks are obvious but I would start to believe the top three it's I'd still be pretty confident with that after that when it comes to the Colts I think crap can hit the fan I don't want to I don't want to expose my mock too much Uh um but I mean with what you were saying about one of the quarterback prospects Uh I don't know I don't know if we'll have the same top three that could not have been a better transition because I was so ready to talk about the quarterbacks right now we have four that are going to probably be selected in the first round, potentially five. I don't think Hendon Hooker pulls it off, but he's, I've seen a lot of teams are starting to grow on him. But we're going to talk about him one at a time. We're going to talk about if we like, dislike, and we're going to talk about where he thinks he's going to go. So I'm going to start off with a Bryce Love. Um, I believe I'm going to, I'm going to, I guess I'm going to expose one of my picks. I think he's a lock for number one. I would be shocked. I've heard this. I know a CJ Stroud for a while, and this for some reason, some rumors on Will Levis potentially being that guy because of a Reddit post. But I think Bryce Young is the lock. I think his height's a little concerning. I'm not going to lie. And just quarterbacks from Bama, they haven't really succeeded in the NFL. But I just think Bryce Young, that's a guy who's so accurate. He's good on his feet, and he's a smart guy. Like, if I were to give him a player comparison, he gives me a lot of Russell Wilson vibes. And we know how good prime Russell Wilson was. And I think he could turn around on the Broncos this year. Not that important. But it's just Bryce Young, I think, is a great prospect. Yep. I think he's the clear, the clear number one pick. I mean, like, I saw I saw an article yesterday that um, Frank Reich, or the GM of the Panthers, went into Frank Reich's office and said, and just like basically pitched him an idea. You know, like, we're going to take this quarterback. What do you think? Mm. He was like, yeah, we're all in. And so obviously right now, especially after those scores came out, after the test scores came out, uh-huh. that is going to be Bryce Young, like clearly. I yeah. mean, he's just – he's so accurate. I mean, mm. yeah, you can say the things about Bama quarterbacks, but now you have you have two successful ones in the NFL besides Tua getting his head hit. Every mm. other, every Are you other. Are calling week. Mac Jones a successful quarterback? Oh no! no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, whoa, Zappy train all the way. I am not. I'm not saying that. I'm not taking it that far. Yeah. I'm. I'm counting to uh, as as a, su- a successful quarterback. Excuse me. I was saying that even even with his head getting hit. Yeah. Constantly. Um, and obviously Jalen Hurts knocking down that big deal. Uh huh. Yeah. Highest but, paid player ever in after I'm I, I'm iffy about that contract, but anyway. Um but we're uh, gonna talk about quarterback number two. You're talking about test scores earlier, and some things we're not sure if it's true or not, but some rumors have came out with CJ Stroud potentially having the worst rating we've ever seen for a quarterback. What are your thoughts on that situation in CJ Stroud? I have heard. I watched so I'm a I am a frequent a frequent watcher of uh Pat McAfee show. Oh and uh, guy. He's he's a guy, love him, but he had he had um one of the guys that does the tests that did the tests, and he told that one of the the te- one of the tests of one of the scores that came out was mm. taken very early on in the process, and they're allowed to do um another test. So what the guy said about the first test was, it was right after um a bunch of workouts and a bunch of um, bunch of like strenuous activities, which I, I would guess would either be at the combine or the pro day. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's true. Like you ever taken a test after gym? <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't go well. No. So. So he was allowed to take another one because everyone's allowed to take another one after they take another after they take one test. Yeah. And. He didn't he didn't say who it was, but I think the general consensus was that it was C.J. Stroud. Okay. After the so the the first first round of um test was where those scores came out from. Mm-hmm. So I think that C.J. Stroud isn't that dumb. Uh and i mean i i saw another thing like robert griffin the third um defending him yeah i mean like robert griffin the third say what you want about him Mm -hmm. but i feel like he he compared the situation to justin fields and i would agree with that how Mm -hmm. justin fields right before the draft was like everyone says he has a bad attitude he's really bad he's a he's a he's a last in first out kind of guy i don't think he's that no. I don't. I honestly, it, it, being a Bears fan, uh-huh. would you say? Would you say he's like that? No, he's not. Like you just, you can see the skill in already. But like you just, have, you can hear him talk in press conferences. Like he's a hard worker. He cares about his team. Like he is not a lazy slacker. So exactly. I'm totally seeing where you get these comparisons from. And like Justin Fields, not to tease anything, but I think CJ Stroud's gonna fall a little bit. I really don't think he does. But I just think there's other teams that are starting to prefer some quarterbacks more than him. Like that damn Reddit post. Like that Reddit <laughs> post. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about this real quick. Yeah. So, Transition so there was the a Reddit post. There was a Reddit post that hinted at that they gave insight onto the fact that one quarterback named Will Levis he could be taken first overall. So his odds skyrocketed. From plus four thousand odds to plus four hundred odds to be the number one overall pick, Mm -hmm. I think that is insanity. Insanity and absolutely insane. Can I? What's a ploy? Ploy made by a team. And I need to hate on a quarterback because I think he's ruined the draft for the next couple of years. Just for let me explain this real quick. I am mad at Josh Allen, and let me explain why. Josh Allen had promise at Wyoming, but he didn't look NFL ready at all. His rookie mm-hmm. season, absolutely crapped the bed. He was terrible. His second mm-hmm. year, got a little better. And then his third year, suddenly he's an MVP candidate. Great story for Josh Allen, but here's what this does. Now loser quarterbacks that absolutely stink are coming into the draft and teams now have this terrible excuse. Look what Josh Allen did in the NFL. He didn't look that good in college. Look, he has a big arm. Oh, my yeah, God, he, he has a big he, arm. He could throw the ball far, and he was bad his rookie season, but now he developed. And now all these teams, they're going to take these terrible quarterbacks early, and they're going to think the same thing's going to happen, but then they're just going to be stuck with a loser for three to four years. And that's yep. exactly what Will Levis is going to be. I do not yep. like Will Levis at all. He played at Kentucky. Yeah, come on. He didn't play basketball at Kentucky. He <laughs> played football. Yeah, and he, he didn't play football good. Football. The guy, like we all got CJ Straw for his IQ, but if you watch Will Levis play, he can't make a zone read to save his life. He always says, no. "Oh, look, there's no man on my receiver. I can throw it there." And suddenly that zone that's guarded, it's an interception or it's a deflection. And 
I don't think he's as agile as everyone's hyping it up to be. I think he has a strong arm, but is that strong arm accurate? If it's short, yes. If it's far, no. I am and a if he, big Will Levis hater. I saw a stat. If he was taken in the top ten, he would be the first. He would be the the um quarterback with the lowest passing attempts in college. Really, to be taken in the top ten. Wow, I, that's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, what's my perspective for how bad he is? Yep. Mm-hmm. And let's say he goes number one to a team like Carolina. Does that team win a game next season? Like, I'm absolutely not. If not. Will Levis goes number one, the first thing I'm doing is live betting the Panthers under on wins total before it changes. <laughs> live betting the Panthers play. under for every stat, passing yards, <laughs> touchdowns, wins. Not interceptions, though. Not interceptions. <laughs> Up. Yeah. Over. 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 Hammer the over. But we're going to talk about one last quarterback before we talk about which teams may be in the quarterback discussion. And I'm pretty sure. Han, sorry. Do I still have you? Got a little static Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Screen was freezing. I just want to make sure I didn't lose you. But there's one last quarterback. I believe we have different views on him. I'm going to talk first. And that is Anthony Richardson out of Florida. I think some people are in little too in love with this guy. And I'm going to explain why the guy, he has tremendous speed. He's quick and he had a fantastic combine. However, we are are really hyping up some ridiculous things from this combine. Like he had the highest vertical for a quarterback. Okay. What am I supposed to do with that? Like what's it like maybe besides jumping the offense, like over the offensive line for a QB sneak, but that's going to lead to a fumble. But it's just when it comes to Anthony Richardson, I don't think he's the best with throwing the ball. And I think we've seen a major issue with the NFL's teams taking these mobile quarterbacks that can't throw the ball. It just doesn't work out. And that's really what I'm starting to see with Anthony Richardson. I can see the potential, but I just he's got a strong arm, but I don't see the accuracy. I don't see the IQ. I think he's too run happy. And I think it's going to hurt him in the NFL. Yep. I think he gets if he gets drafted. Um, early on, I think he gets hurt either in his first or second season and it affects him for the rest of his career. Absolutely. And that's what people people could say that about, like, Justin Fields. But, like, Justin Fields had an arm, and he yeah. played consistently for mm-hmm. his whole college career. Yes, he did. So, Anthony Richardson is a name that popped up. Mm-hmm. Just boom. Just because he made he had a couple – he had a couple plays. Yeah, that's what's worrying about. Oh, I mean, I feel like it's been a trend in the past couple of years of like guys make they have a few good plays mm-hmm. in college, make a few highlight plays, and then they get drafted early on for, uh-huh. and then disappoint. Yep, absolutely. And I think we're going to see that again. But I'm going to ask you a quick question. So I believe there are some teams that are obviously in the quarterback market. That's going to include the Panthers, the Texans and the Colts. And potentially the Seahawks. I've heard a lot of rumors. It's just I think that's a terrible idea. However, would you say there's any other teams that you might see in the quarterback market? I have two off the top of my head, but definitely Raiders. Absolutely Raiders. Disagree. You disagree? I disagree. I don't I think you can give Garoppolo that contract and then draft a quarterback when your team has so many holes. So I think they, I think they do because they're I think and it's gonna spoil it. Quarterback that we mentioned that through two little passes, yeah, is gonna get taken by them for okay. no good reason because because I mean, if anyone's gonna take Will Levis, it's gonna be the Raiders because 
their draft history, they yeah. took they took um, idiots. They took Darius Hayward Bay in the first <laughs> round <laughs> when he was a seventh round mock guy. Like <laughs> they took they took okay. a kicker uh-huh. in the first round. Nah, that's that's generational. You got to respect the grind. But I wouldn't say the Raiders, even though I I can see it. I just think they got to fill other needs. However, there's three other teams that I think we could see in the quarterback market. The first one is the Tennessee Titans. I believe they've lost they've lost faith in their two quarterbacks in Tannehill and Malik Willis. By the way, another running quarterback that is terrible. He is so bad. They already lost faith in him, and it's his second year. Yeah, second year, and they don't have faith in Tannehill. Like they want to move on, so I can see a potential trade up. Not not a spoiler. I promise, I didn't do that. And then there's two other teams. The next one's the Commanders. Like I know they talk about defensive ed edge, but their starting quarterbacks are Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell. You can't tell me that's the quarterback market. Why I don't think they're gonna go quarterback, I would agree with you. Mm. But I just saw I've seen a lot of reports like today specifically that uh-huh. they're gonna they are looking even to trade back into this uh-huh. year from this year's yeah, uh, draft yeah. to um get assets for next year and because they know they're gonna suck next year yeah they're gonna try they want to get Caleb Williams uh, that's, that's gonna be future assets for the Bears that we land the number one because the Panthers suck <laughs> that will be <laughs> ideal situation ideal but then so there's one more team I believe that's in the quarterback market and I think this is my most surprising one, but it just makes too much sense. Is the Minnesota Vikings? Nope, I agree. I I agree. I I thought you were gonna say that. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has underperformed. I don't know how many seasons he's been there, but he's underperformed in all of them. They had such high expectations going to the playoffs, and like prime Kirk Cousins does, he craps the bed. I think this would be a perfect team that can draft a young quarterback that they want to develop. Maybe not even play right away. Like maybe they give Kirk Cousins a season, let try and develop another guy. But I, be- <laughs> I believe that they need to draft a quarterback, and I, the Vikings, I think, could potentially trade up in this draft. I think they could. I, I love the reason why. The only little, little reason why I say maybe not is because mm-hmm. they have a guy, and they drafted a guy that I absolutely love. That I loved. You know that I loved uh-huh. coming out, Kellen Mond. I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy so much. Okay. I mean, he hasn't, like he hasn't had that many opportunities. Yeah. Uh, I'm but, not sure how much confidence they have in him. I don't know the Vikings front office. I don't think they I do. Should, I don't but... think he's in. They have, they have the, the system for Kirk Cousins. He's not a Kirk Cousins system guy. No. No. Absolutely not. And then, so we are going to transition to now. Uh, I know you had some prospects that you're saying were underrated, but I was looking at doing some prospects we like or hate. So I was not hate. I should say dislike. Let me not be too strong in my words. So I want to ask you, what are three positions or three players that you like for high potential or potentially being underrated? I went more towards the I like range compared to the underrated. What would you say would be three prospects for that? Three prospects I like. I'm going to I'm going to pull from the from the underrated, though, for this. Okay. Just like that, I like that. I think should go. Uh, I don't want it. It's yes, Felix and we're go- we're gonna go tackle. I think. Sorry, about that. someone overheard the podcast. All good. All good. Yeah. Felix, Felix, and a Duke, a Duke, uh, Azuma. 
Okay. I love I love that guy. Really? He's rising and uh-huh. he's like he's getting mocked a lot to the Chiefs now. Okay. I he's explosive, he's big, oh. he's strong, he's got a quick first step, get yeah. around tackles, he's an edge guy, he's so he can work out a three four four three. Mm. I think if if he fell, I think the Bears would I, I would have loved him yeah. on the Bears. Yeah, I mean, if he does go to the Chiefs, I I believe this Chiefs team, like they get the credit for how good they are. But that team seriously knows how to draft, man. They really like, do. They get these sleepers, especially like in the four or fifth round. Like I don't have the name out the top of my head, unfortunately, but I know they took this corner in the fourth round and that or fifth round. And he balls out this whole season. Legarius Sneed. Yeah, Legarius Sneed. Like who was talking about him? No one. No one. Yeah, but these Chiefs, they find these dimes. So I'm going to go with a player I love, and I'm just going off the fact that I think he's going to be the best out of the draft. It's a higher pick, but I believe Will Anderson is one of the best prospects we've seen. If he was in the draft last year, you can argue that he goes number one as well. The guy is just a physical freak. He can give you anything. He can play any defensive scheme you want. He's a brilliant player, and I think a team that's in a – terrible situation that's going to have their tides turn around when they get this generational player. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. He's just, he can work out of anything. He could, he could put his hand in the dirt. He can work out of the, just a stretch. He's just so, so good. He's probably, yeah, like you just, like you said, he would have gone number one last year. We all, I think every draft, there's always that one guy that's like, he could have gone number one last year. Uh-huh. He genuinely could have gone number <laughs> yeah, one last year. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask you, what's a player you dislike? There's a player I want to dog on, but I'm going to save him towards the end. Player I dislike. <laughs> we already we already absolutely flamed him. Yeah. Will Levis. Yeah, let's keep going. I'm, I guess I'll just join you in my dislike for this one. I'll talk about someone else afterwards, but Will Levis is definitely my number one don't like prospect in this draft. Yep. I just... They keep comparing this Josh Allen, but I just I don't see it no. at all. He's a fraud. Oh, he, he made a clip. He had a clip. What everyone's pointing to, he had a clip where he made a throw from his knees to hit the goalpost from like the fifty yard line. That's uh-huh. so cool. When is that going to be vital uh-huh. <laughs> in a game ever? Yeah, if your knees are on the ground, you're down. You're you're more than likely you're down. You know what that clip reminds me of? Do you remember the Zach Wilson clip where like it's his pro day and he's yep. like big back? Oh yeah, that's amazing. Oh pro. yeah, absolutely. It's like you don't want your quarterback doing that. No, it's, we should not be impressed by this. No. Yeah, so that's that's a player I dislike, but a different player I dislike, and I saw him on a list you like, so you might be surprised by this one. But out of the receivers in this draft, there is one I am not a fan of. I think he can be good if he's drafted in rounds two. I think he won't slip past two. I'd be shocked if he did. But I am not a fan of Jordan Addison. Uh, yeah. I thought Jordan Addison, he had a good collegiate career. He was fantastic as Pitt. Was, oh, he was really good at USC, but I think he was better at Pitt. But his combine, man, was not good. I was not moved at all. You you can't be 5'11", running a 4'5". It's just... It's not quick enough for the height, and it's just I don't think it's going to translate in the NFL. Like there's players we see in college who are great in college, and it just doesn't translate into the NFL. And I believe Jordan Addison's going to be that player. I get it. I do. I I do understand that. I mm-hmm. I put him underrated because I mean, there are just some things at like USC and Pitt that you kind of just like 
some of the plays, like I was saying before, you can look at highlight plays, but it was kind of it was pretty consistent for him, I would say. Mm. But yeah, the combine numbers are are concerning. Yeah, absolutely. Now, give me one more player that you really like. One more player that I really like. I think. Um, I mean, you were talking about you were talking about a, a little bit earlier, but Darnell Wright. God, stop stealing my choices. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start complimenting just, me because there's so much so to be involved with. He's so good. He's yeah. got the measurables. He's uh, he's he's strong. He's one mm. of the best pass blocking mm. tackles in the whole in yeah. the whole draft. Uh-huh. And I think I, if the Bears were to trade back, uh-huh. we're saying this from a from a skewed point of view, but yeah. from but as a Bears fan, if we traded back, he would be the first one I wanted. Yeah. He's absolutely. so good. And again, there's just so much to be in love with. And like it kind of reminds I I think this could be a high label to put, and this could be something that ends up on freezing takes or on hot takes. But it's just we saw a tackle get drafted, at not like the exact middle, but earlier in the middle of the first round, turned into an all pro tackle in Tristan Wirfs. And I just seriously think that Darnell Wright has all those attributes to pull that off. As you said, arguably the best pass blocking tackle in the draft. He's so tall, very big, agile. Like it's just, there's everything to be in love with. But I, I agree. There is one tackle who I think is a little overhyped, not trying to say bad, but I dislike for this reason. Peter Skaronsky has Amen. things. I out. agree. I agree. Yeah, he's he's very agile. He's not the best pass blocker. And there's one worry I have specifically for Peter Skaronsky if you were to go to the Bears. So you would say the Bears need to tackle more than a guard, correct? Yep. Peter this Skaronsky reminds me exactly of Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. He's so a guard. Took, yeah, we took Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. We wanted a tackle, but he just wasn't big enough and he was too, like, wasn't as strong enough of a blocker. So we had to convert him to guard. If we take Peter Skaronsky, I can guarantee you the same thing will happen again. Same thing will happen. He has, in, I don't in want his that. We need a tackle. Too, his measurables, too. He has short arms. Yes. There hasn't been, I don't think there's in, in NFL history, there haven't been many t- good or even like great tackles mm-hmm. who have had less than 35 inch arms. He is like 33 and a half. That's concerning. It is. And people are talking, they're saying he's arguably the best tackle in the draft. And it's just, yeah, he's, he's talented. Guard. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but I'm not taking a guard in the top 10. I'm not. No, absolutely not. We have we have guards that can be there, but I, I I mean, for any team, I would not, I wouldn't be surprised if he fell. Yeah, he, I I think he's on fall watch. I think he is. Now we are going to transition to the main event of this podcast, and what I've been so excited to hear from you. I had a lot of fun. this. We are going to look at. We're going to do a mock draft. Not all thirty-two picks. We'd be here for hours. Yeah. We're going to look at our top. 10 picks of what we're going to see in the draft. Trades will be included as we were hitting a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to hand it off to you first. It's the number one pick. Roger Goodell's going on stage. What names are you reading off for the Panthers? It's the number one pick. Carolina Panthers draft. Bryce Young. It is yes, no surprise. No surprise at all. Bryce Young is going number one. Don't He's, fall so good. He's accurate. He's mm-hmm. smart. Yes, mm-hmm. the size is a little concerning. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Tua. Yeah. We've uh-huh. seen small quarterbacks. 
Yeah. I mean, even even crybaby Kyler Murray. No, he stinks. But... Don't, don't put him in that conversation. I'm a big <laughs> Kyler Murray hater. I it was He's not to sidetrack, but I had a memory pop of my phone on Snapchat four years ago and Kyler Murray went number I saw. one. And I literally said, Oh, the Cardinals know how to waste their first pick. People would have thought I was an idiot after my rookie season. I knew. You I knew. knew. You knew. I wanted them to take Nick Bosa. And if I was the Cardinals GM, I would have gotten a raise. You would have. It's true. But, yeah. But, but for now, yes. Yeah. Also, my number one, I do our first, I'm pretty sure our first two picks are going to be similar. But yeah, yep. Bryce Young is just talent, so talented. The, you can be concerned with the height all you want, but as you just said, there's small quarterbacks that have succeeded in the NFL. I think first season, I think he's going to have a good season, not going to have a great season. That's just because the Panthers are bad. They can't blame that fully on him. Like, it's hard to go from a team like Alabama to a team like the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. He's got some stuff to get adjusted to. But once they finally start building around him, he's going to start cooking. Again, not expecting a bad season, but I'm not expecting a great season either. I'm not expecting a rookie of the year campaign. Yeah, me either. But at number two, I'm going to go first next. The Texans, they're in the quarterback market. However, the Texans are bad. And I think you have to go best player available. And that yep. is no doubt Will Anderson. Will Anderson. And that's, yep. Best player in the draft, no question. We fanboyed about him earlier, so I don't really need to get too deep into it. But Will Anderson should be taken by the Texans here. Yep. That's why I have to. Absolutely. Will Anderson. And one one more to see if we, my prediction was right if we agreed on all three. But as we go to the Cardinals, this is a rumored trade down spot because there's teams coming up that really want a quarterback here. So do you have a trade here? Or this pick stay with the Cardinals. I do. I do have a trade. Our mocks can be different. Oh, you have a tra- you don't have a trade? I don't have a trade here. I think I think they I think it's a it's a little it's an itty bitty trade. Uh-huh. It's just the um the Colts trading up from yeah. four to three. Because okay. I think they're nervous that the Raiders are going to try to swoop in and get a quarterback. Yeah, and I think, and I think they they just make it make a trade, even if it's for like they trade this pick, mm-hmm. like a second next year, second or like a third yeah. year after. Uh-huh. I think they make that trade. Okay, and, and I think C.J. Stroud. Sadly. Yeah, okay. I think I mean not sadly he's he's good. I think he's good. I don't think I I think you could say there there was debate for a long time who's yeah. going to be number 1. People thought CJ Stroud was going to be number 1 for a while there. Yes, I did. But I think he's really good still. His he's a, a quarterback that is mobile, but yep. not like overly mobile. He's uh-huh. he's got an arm. He's mm-hmm. pretty he's fairly accurate. Yeah. Uh, and I think I mm-hmm. think the offensive line in Indy too is perfect for a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. No, for and then having Jonathan Taylor behind you as well. I know he had an yep. off season, but I don't think we talked about running backs peaks. I don't think Jonathan Taylor hit it yet. Besides having the off season, but again, it's just it's. I know it's kind of lazy thinking just because oh they both played Ohio State, but it's really hard to look at CJ Stroud and not get Justin Fields like vibe. Yep. So yep. That, that that's a good quarterback, a really good quarterback, but. Unlike you, I have the Cardinals staying at this slot. Um, I was thinking about a trade up here with the Colts to the Seahawks or potentially if the Titans really wanted to go up. But I just don't think the value is going to be there. So I have the Cardinals staying put. And it's a player that we also were fanboying over earlier. I think they go edge with Tyree Wilson. Oh. Yeah, that defensive line in Arizona is not good. They really 
been going downhill since Chandler Jones left. And I think Tyree Wilson, if you get that athletic freak on the line that have an athletic freak with Isaiah Simmons at the linebacker spot, I think your defense can do anything. You had literally a Buda Baker at free safety. Like you just have freaks all over the place. And if Kyler Murray can get his act going together, I think you have a great scene. I think so. I think so too. That I mean, Tyree Wilson is just, oh, I love that guy. He's insane. It's a fantastic he's player. So, so <laughs> good. He, you could, people could say that he's the second best player in this draft. He's so right behind Will Anderson. He's just so good. And then we go to pick four. This is the Colts for me while you had the Cardinals. And I have the Colts going quarterback. I do not have it being CJ Stroud, though. I think the Colts are biting on Will Levis. And here's why. Like, there's a lot of hype around the potential. And I think teams, they're going to like this potential. But you cannot tell me Will Levis is not an Indiana Colts type of quarterback. They like these tall white. Yeah, he is. He absolutely if, if you're going is. For this, if you're going for the stereotypical Colts, Colts, uh, Colts quarterback, Will Levis is 100% that guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's I what I think, was thinking. Yeah, I think management, I think they're going to fall in love with the potential he has. And so he's going to have options to work with. He's going to have the offensive. Like, if Will, if this Will Levis development thing is supposedly going to work, like how people say it is, the Colts is the system you're going to want him in. He's going to have a good backup in Gardner. He's going to have a great offensive line. He's got Jonathan Taylor behind him. He's got Michael Pittman to throw the ball to. Like, there's things to work with to help that development. And I think they're going to like Will Levis. I mean, I have I have the same I have the same fourth pick. Oh, you have Tyree Wilson. No fourth pick. Fourth oh, pick it's... you have you have Indianapolis. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying because like you had the Cardinals going here, right? Am I going crazy? Don't tell me they traded. Down I again. did. I did. I traded. I, they made it. Again. They made it I have I have the Cardinals making another trade. With who? The Raiders. To take Will Levis, number four. <laughs> that would be the worst thing ever. Oh my god! I would, I would absolutely that would be die. So bad. That would be hilarious to me. I think that is the most Oakland Raiders move. I think he is the. I besides being the most Colts player, I think he is the most Oakland Raiders <laughs> first round draft pick yeah. ever. He's ever. thrown the lowest amount of passes, like uh-huh. we were saying. He, yeah. In college, he cool. He has a big arm. What else? He can <laughs> yeah. make throws from his knees. Okay, uh, yeah. he's he a Raiders pick. Yeah. He is absolutely <laughs> a Raiders so pick. And just what I find so funny, I was talking about the Colts. Like, if you want to develop Will Levis's potential, that's the best place you want to be. The Raiders is the last place you want a guy like Will Levis to go. Man, that development yep. is being halted. Yep. So, but I think they just see. Pick. They're like. Oh, it looks like Derek Carr. Let's take him. <laughs> Hilarious. So we're at pick five. You have the Seahawks here, right? Mm-hmm. And who yeah. are you going with? I think Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, because of the quarterbacks going earlier, I think they go best player available. Mm-hmm. And Tyree Wilson is not a bad, not a bad player to pick with best player available. Oh, not at he all. is insane. We already talked mm-hmm. about him. Yes, but I second best player in the draft. He's just so good. Absolutely. With I also have the Seahawks on defensive line. This is quarterback potential. 
This could be Richardson. This could be Stroud. This could be Levis if he's available. I just think it would be so dumb. And let, like, if you can get one at 20, I can understand it. But with you making the playoffs and Geno Smith having that type of season, you can't go quarterback this early. I just think that's a terrible idea. So I'm going to go with the player the Seahawks have loved recently, or not recently, for a while. I think this is a Jalen Carter pick. He's had controversy this offseason, which he was supposed to be a top two pick, top three pick. There was argument the Bears would take him at one. Then some controversies made him slip a little bit. I just think a player that talented can't slip that far. And mm-hmm. the Seahawks, that's a guy that's going to absolutely change the defensive line. So I'd be confident with him going here. I was I was thinking Jalen Carter there, honestly. I flip-flopped between him and Tyree Wilson, but mm-hmm. the Jalen Carter, like his off-field stuff kind of – kind of concerns me his his uh combine his pro day kind of concerned me yes yeah. he is a beast he is an absolute beast on the field but with him showing up like overweight mm-hmm. and not having the best pro day not having the best combine measurables at combine i mm-hmm. it worries me just a tad i can see it now we're going to transition to the Detroit Lions, the Lions. They had a great season, and they're the, currently the betting odds favorites to win the NFC North. So there's a lot of ways you can go here. This is another a quarterback potential spot. This is a corner spot. It's going to be a defensive line spot, a receiver spot with Jameson Williams getting the suspension. And outside of Williams and Amon St. Brown, the receivers, they literally have me out there. The depth chart is that weak. <laughs> and so – but I'm not going receiver here. I think this is a corner spot because the corner room, the yep. corner room isn't that good here. And it's between Christian Gonzalez and between Devon or Weatherspoon. And as we stated earlier, I'm just more of a fan of Christian Gonzalez. And I believe Dan Campbell is going to see this. And so I have Christian Gonzalez going here. I think Weatherspoon, I hope this makes sense. He's got more of the Detroit Lions personality. So I can see them having to fall in love with him when he goes here. But I think if you're going for the better player, I think that's Christian Gonzalez. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Even even with what I said earlier about, I think I think I'm not saying that Christian Gonzalez wasn't the best, wasn't wasn't a better player. I just was saying, I think I think he he is a good, he is a really really good player. He's probably the best corner in the league, in this draft in the league. Uh-huh. Whoa, no, <laughs> not not, not, um, not take uh, Absolutely not, no. Nah. Yeah. That is not my take. Um, no, I think I think I uh, Detroit goes Christian Gonzalez here. They like you said, they have many different directions they can go. They yeah. can honestly, I, no one would fault them for going more D line too, or like O line too. Like with Penny Sewell okay. again, you uh-huh. match him up with. But no, I think you need a corner. Who do you have a corner? Yeah. Literally me, me and you. They have me <laughs> and your corner right now. So, um, nah, you Gonzalez, ready for the season? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or do you yeah, play dude, for Dan Campbell? I don't care. Put DJ Moore on me. DJ Moore is not getting more than 250 yards. <laughs> in one game. Yeah, in one game. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> having, a little, yeah, having a little too much fun. Let's transition to pick seven. You have the Cardinals here, right? I do. Are they going to trade down again? <laughs> no, no. They're going <laughs> to stay put now. Yeah. So who do you have the Cardinals going with here? I have them getting Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, like we were saying earlier, I mean, he's really good. He's honestly mm. he could be he could be a top three guy in this draft, but his measurables and his all the off the field stuff has kind of dropped his stock. Uh-huh. And I think Arizona it's similar to a situation um of how many years ago with uh 
Robert um Kindichi. Yeah. But I mean, not to that extent. Mm. But I think Jalen Carter's just so good. I just I just don't think they they can afford to pass up on him. Uh-huh. He's just too good. Yeah. Gotta go. The best fit, best player there, and that would be yeah. Jalen Carter for the Cardinals. Yeah. But I have the Raiders staying put, and you had them taking a quarterback. I believe they have faith in Garoppolo, though. Like Josh, that's Josh McDaniel's guy. He's been there for a while. And so I look at what the Raiders' next hole is. There's a corner spot, it could be a defensive line spot, it could be receiver, it could be offensive line. And where I'm going with this offensive line, because you just brought in Garoppolo and you have no one in front of him to block. And I believe they go with Paris Johnson. I've heard them liking him for a while, and it's completely understandable. Physical beast who can run pass block and is agile. It's great. That's what you want in a tackle. And I think the Raiders, they fall in love with him, and they select Paris Johnson. I would be so, so sad if that happened. I would be break. incredibly sad. I love Paris Johnson so much. Yeah, the guy's a great player. Fantastic He's so player. good. He can move just so much. He's uh, big. He's, pro- he's the best tackle in this draft right now. He's just so I good. Agree. And now we transition to pick eight. And I said I have one trade, and it happens here. The Falcons, I think, like where they're looking for a certain player, I don't think you need to take him at eight. And there's teams that are going to want to go a quarterback. The Texans are coming around, the Titans are coming around, and the Commanders are going around. But I have a bigger trade-up. I hinted at it a little bit earlier, but I think the Minnesota Vikings will trade up to pick number eight. Wow. Yeah, it's just – because, like, I feel like they're going to give Kirk another year so you can draft your guy here and let him develop, still win a couple amount of games, and then you can bring him in next season. And if you're looking for a quarterback that has the best room to develop, I'm very shocked to be a Vikings guy because you're talking about Kellen Mond as a fit in the system, but I believe they're going to trade up for Anthony Richardson. I know there is so much hype surrounding that guy, and it's just – if you give him a year to develop, let him run around with Delvin Cook, give him Justin Jefferson, have some fun with, I believe the Vikings could create something dynamic if they can develop Richardson correctly. Yeah, I, hey. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but wow, yeah. that's that's. Yeah, we're we're going big. It's just, I know there's so many teams coming that can be worrying for them, and I just don't think there's a player later in the draft that's going to significantly help the Vikings next season. And so I believe is like, okay, let's trade up to get our guy for next season because we're not going to be bad enough to get Caleb Williams, you know. And so it's like, all right, let's get our guy now and we can give him time to develop. Like that's a great situation for Richardson and not have to play right away and still get some reps in. And so I would go with him here. I think that's that's a that's a special pick. It's a move. It's a a move. Special it's move. Definitely one of the moves. It's it's a move. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> It's absolutely, it's absolutely a move. (laughs) One of the, one of the moves of all time. time. And then at number eight, do you have the Falcons staying or do you have them trading? I do have the Falcons staying. I think they go Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I I think they do. I, I think they need offense. They, they do have Kyle Pitts. And I mean, they would have probably liked to have a quarterback. I don't think you want to stick with Desmond Ritter. Um, but I don't think I don't think they have enough to trade up, or they don't get a deal done to trade up. Uh-huh. 
or they hold out for Caleb Williams next year. Yeah. I don't know. But you, you don't think they could go Richardson? No. I think I think they see what a lot of teams now see. And it's like Richardson's kind of like or what few teams actually see. Yeah. Richardson is like, eh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to miss out on. So you get you can't make Desmond Ritter like a magically better quarterback. So you get him weapons, or you get yeah. future future quarterbacks weapons, and getting uh-huh. Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think he's clearly the best wide receiver in yes. this class. He's just so good. And you can't like if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you cannot be more excited for a future of Najiba, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. Seriously. That's a dynamic offense that That's any quarterback can succeed in. You Besides could get any free agent quarterback you want. Huh. It, and then offensive line isn't bad. Yeah, offensive it's, not line great, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's absolutely not one of the best, but it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. And then we're going to go to our team, the Chicago Bears, pick number nine. Some big names have gone off the board. However, there's still O-line, there's still corners, there's edge, there's other positions you can like. Ryan Poles, or should I say Aiden Savek, is on the board. Who is going to be coming home? I'm going to take someone you already took, and it's who I wanted this whole draft and wanted this whole draft process. Harris Johnson Jr. Get him back with Fields, baby. Get him back. Get him back with Fields. He is so good. So good. So good. He's the best tackle in this draft. He's Uh, fast. He moves like a tight end. He is big. He's a good He's a great pass blocker. He's a good run blocker. He can slot in right at right tackle. Yes, he's played left tackle, but we have Braxton Jones. And yeah. I'm sure we can we can experiment even during like training camp or preseason where mm-hmm. we can if if Paris Johnson isn't the best at right tackle, we can try mm-hmm. to flip flop Braxton Jones and them. But still, there's so many possibilities with Paris Johnson. I mean, we gotta protect Justin Fields. He's our yeah, yeah. he's our guy. I Absolutely. think I think we've made up our mind and uh-huh. said he's our guy. With this pick, we say he's our guy. Justin Fields is our guy. That's a fantastic pick. But the Bears, with my mock draft, there's a lot to work with. You got offensive linemen on the board. You got corners on the board. Edge. You got some. You even got Najiba on my board. You got Bijan Robinson if that's the move. But like you, we need to protect Justin Fields. I firmly agree with that. But. I am going to go with the guy you think we should trade down for, but I am taking him at nine. Darnell okay. Wright I, is going I to still love it. Yeah. I Darnell, absolutely love it. You still. cannot take Darnell Wright and not have the biggest smile on your face. Let me just go over what we've already said. 6'6", 333, second highest athletic score in the draft. One sack allowed in the SEC. The SEC. He could run, he's so arguably the best pass blocker in the draft. Justin Fields is going to have the time he needs in the pocket with what I believe is a future all-pro or at least Pro Bowl tackle. He's so good. So good. I, I would I would be so happy to take him. I think he – right now, I think he is the second best mm. tackle in this draft. And you you had Paris Johnson slated for – The Raiders. Yeah. So, oh. I, I think that's a great, great pick. Can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I believe him and Paris Johnson are equal. I don't think there's a clear number one tackle between the two of them. Really? Really. I, I think they're both – they bring the same attributes. They're both – at 
Parrish Johnson's a little more agile, but I think they're both agile. You get great pass blocking, and they both have been successful. So I think I believe, I believe they both have the same – and it's going to stay hot. Like, it's not going to become a cold take. Like, that's going to be a – No, that's a, that's a hot take. Yeah, it's a hot take, and I firmly stand behind it. I think Darnell Wright is that good, and I hope Ryan Pullis can see this. I really – like, I don't want to see Skaronsky on the board. I know he has the talent, but I don't want to guard. Absolutely we cannot have another – like, Tevin Jenkins is good. Don't get me wrong, but we can't do Tevin Jenkins again. You no. Know, yeah, we need a guard that we can build our offensive line around, and that's going to be our guy, Darnell Wright. And now we head to the final pick of our top 10 mock draft. It's been a fun podcast, no question. But we yes. head to – it's crazy to say it's a 10, but the guys who just lost the Super Bowl are picking in the top 10. What a great scenario that crazy. is. Man. What a trade. Howie um, Roseman, another like, – yeah, Take a bow. Take a bow. Take a bow, Howie. But with the Eagles – there, there's so many rumors on what this wants to go on. I'm, I don't know what they're gonna. Well, I have a prediction, but there's so much they want to do. They are in love with Bijan Robinson. They are in yep. love with him. They're in love with Najiba. They're looking at receiver, but I'm not going with either of those options because, as we already have seen, the uh, the offense is successful with what they have. They have Hurts. They have Devonte Smith. They have AJ Brown. They have Dallas Goddard. What hurt the Eagles in the Super Bowl? Can you tell me? Yeah. Uh, what hurt them in the Super Bowl? The pass defense? Yes. The corners absolutely sold, and it was like that all the season. Yes, you can continue to add on to a dynamic offense, but that dynamic offense is not going to win you a Super Bowl if the defense isn't there. I think this has to be a corner, and I'm going with Devon Weatherspoon. I think he's an instant upgrade for him. He like, I he, like it. He's quick. He's still agile. He can do man or zone. You can pretty much play him where you like. And it's just they need corner so bad. I I can't preach it enough. They will be stagged. It's a great place to be stagnant in that. Don't get me wrong, you know, making the Super Bowl. But if they want to go from competing for a Super Bowl to winning a Super Bowl caliber, the corner position needs to be addressed. And so I'm doing that if I'm the Eagles owner, GM. I I Love I love that pick. That's a good pick. I mean, well, thank you. I don't think it's gonna happen this one, unfortunately. But I yeah, think it I, I, if the Eagles I are smart. Be, I think that would be a very smart pick. Mm-hmm. But I don't think with all, everything that's happening, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, sadly, can, can I be honest? Like, I Bijan, like I know it's the guy they're in love with. He's a great prospect, but people don't give Kenneth Gainwell the respect he deserves. I think that he's right. such a talented running back. You're like, right, quick. And he was so good in the playoffs. He like was performing better than Miles Sanders, in my opinion. Like, I think that's a running back that, like, yeah, he's not like can be make the Pro Bowl, but that's what's gonna help a dynamic offense stay dynamic as a player like Kenneth Gainwell. So I don't think they need to go B. John Robinson here. And I don't think they need a wide receiver three at ten. I think I think they do go B. John just because of all everything that's uh, happening, yeah. everything that's coming out. I just think I think they feed into it. They're like get get uh get Jalen Hurts another guy, yeah. Just because they just signed him, so they want to make sure he has all the guys and he's happy and he's good. Mm-hmm. So they get Bijan here at ten. Bijan said, I mean, there's been, I'm sure everyone's seen it, that mm-hmm. he had an interview where he's like, who who's the who's the quarterback you want to play with? Jalen Hurts immediately. Like, oh, he's got. And I think I think they would go well together. I think he's got to learn, like you were saying earlier. That he's got to learn how to be a pass catching running back more. 
mm-hmm. especially out of that offense. Yep. Um, but I think Bijan, you you get a generational running back here. Yes. He's he's so good. He is he's 100% so good. a generational running back. There's no denying. He's, he's just so good. I mean, I would agree with you with the Bears taking him, but we have so many other holes. Yes. We have so we many have other so, holes yeah. in winning the fill. Yeah, we have so many other holes, and the Eagles don't have all those holes. Don't so have holes. They up, yeah, just were in the Super Bowl. Yes. They, they, this is a luxury because Howie Roseman is a god at trades. And yeah. he got the Saints pick and stole it from them. <laughs> yeah, well, this has been the first ever edition of the DIY podcast. Just a quick little recap. We talked about who the, we think the Bears should take at nine. Talked about the quarterbacks in the draft. Are we happy if the Bears take Bijan at nine? Who do we like, we dislike? And we had a very, very interesting top 10 mock draft. I'm Joey Lamaster. This is Aiden Zvek. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back shortly. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I oh, I did not stop recording. That's awkward. <laughs>